stereotype and shattering stigma of being an alcoholic or addict in recovery. This is the Since Right Now podcast, the podcast of SinceRightNow.com and Clean and Sober, K-L-E-N and S-O-B-R. Yeah, we are. Um, it is right now, Chris and Jeff is here. I'm in the house. Back again after a brief Thanksgiving break. Yep. Uh, much thanks were given. Yep. Lots of gratitude. It was a holiday of gratitude. So it was. Good. It was. We were just talking about it off air. Uh, yeah. I did my first, well, did is probably the wrong verb, but I uh, <laughs> I cooked my first turkey that is, that ever. That is the wrong verb um, to use with a turkey, Chris. It took me this long to have my turn come up. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I, I, did a, I did a turkey. I, I cooked a turkey, pardon me, and uh, it came out great. It, was it moist? Did you keep it? Was it? Mo- <laughs> it was It was. How'd you do that? It, uh, I stuffed it with apples, carrots, and onions. That is genius. And uh, yeah, I looked up, uh, you know, I didn't want a dry turkey. I knew that. Right. So I figured that out. Good for and, you. And uh, yeah, anyway, so it was great. It was good. And, and you know, when it came, when we, we did the thing, we sit around the table and mm-hmm. what are you thankful for? Huh. And I, I, I genuinely, sincerely, you want to talk about gratitude, I, I was thankful that I had the opportunity to, that I was, that I was allowed the opportunity mm-hmm to have a family, a wife and a daughter, and to cook, to bake, you know, cook, whatever it's called, a tur- roast a turkey for right. them. You know what I mean? In mm-hmm. my wildest dreams, right? that that would never have happened, you know, and it mm-hmm. probably wouldn't have by, by one way or another, you know, you know, there's a good chance that it might not have happened. And so it's, it was pretty amazing. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so yeah. That's awesome. about, and, and That's such a big, big perspective to think, think like that. And I think... You can keep, no matter how long you've been sober, if you can continue to have those moments of real gratitude about just the simplest things in the world that mm-hmm. you take for granted. It's right. easy to take Thanksgiving for granted. Yeah. But to really take a step back and see what a miracle that is, because yeah, if you kept using, you wouldn't be here. Right. None of that would happen. Right. And, yeah. and even if you're here, that yeah. wouldn't be happening. You'd have, you know, I, I, right. I can, I can kind of project what kind of pathetic, miserable, right. you know, the thing would be going on at this point in my life on Thanksgiving. So, yeah. um, and this certainly is, is far, far removed from that. Well, good for you. That's awesome, dude. Um, and you, yeah, uh, we just went to, we went to some families, had a great Thanksgiving, uh, 20 of my wife's relatives, um, great meal. Couldn't, yeah. yeah. Very grateful for the whole thing. I feel, I feel that's simplistically grateful for your family. It's one of those things that you are. You're just grateful. You look around and you're like, wow, this is, this is what it's all about, right? Right. Even if it's, you know, awkward conversations, you yeah. know, whatever. <laughs> Crowded, whatever. It, it, it is. Great. It helps put it in perspective. And yeah. it's, it's interesting. We were, I was talking, telling my wife, uh, my, you know, we have, so we have the four-year-old and we're, yep. you know, here comes Christmas. And, uh, and I, I was telling my wife when I was like, I don't know, it must have been like 21, maybe. Mm-hmm. And I remember getting into a fight with my girlfriend at the time mm-hmm. about these hypothetical kids that we would never have. <laughs> that if, if I ever have a kid, I'm not gonna, I'm never gonna teach them that Santa's real because it's, you know, just this goofy 20 something, like right. angsty, stupid shit. Right. Because it's the ultimate um, deception. And why would you do that to a child? Right? right. That was me. That's what I, that's what I thought. <laughs> 
Right. And that was that was prime, like, you know, beginning of, of really just the prime, you know, using, <laughs> using years. Yeah. It really took and, off. Uh, and just crazy, probably drunk yeah. argument that, you know, whatever didn't. <laughs> I think it was towards the end of that relationship anyway. But uh, that's funny. And then to be here yeah. now with yeah. a kid that I'm like, and then when Santa comes and right. I'm planning with my wife, right. how, like, what if I get on the roof right yeah. after she goes to bed and we'll stomp walk. around? Yeah. <laughs> right. Like, just crazy walk shit. a little bit. Right. That's funny. So anyway. I love it. That's uh, the joy of children, baby. The joy, of, joy of children, the joy of uh, sobriety, quite yeah. frankly. Not yeah. to put too cheesy a point on nope. it, but, um, but it really that's, is. It's that time of season to be yeah. really genuinely grateful, grateful for, for yours. Yeah. Yep. Which is which is funny because that sort of leads us into the, the, the notion of sobriety versus recovery. I don't right. know if it's a versus thing. I mean, no. sobriety is an element of recovery, yep. but but just the difference. Yeah, the difference. I think, and I'm not sure where where Marilyn mm-hmm. will take it. So we might have to yeah revisit it. But I mean, Jeff and I definitely started thinking about it and talking about it. Yeah, um, Jeff had some some thoughts yeah. on it as it pertains to. To, yeah, and I think it's you know I think the sobriety as you as you said is just not drinking. So you get in here and don't drink. And I think there's lots of people who try that um, and try just to quit drinking but change nothing else. Right. And it's funny because in some ways that it can work for a while. I think we've known people that have not drank mm-hmm. right for periods of time. Um, but my experience with that is at some point that you need something else, right? right. Just not drinking and not changing anything right. else ultimately isn't the thing that's going to work, even though you can do it for a while. It doesn't make you, I, I don't think you get over the misery part. I don't think you get over the thing. Yeah. I don't know. Well, and the tricky part about this whole conversation, and yeah. it's gotten so tricky. For me, it's, it's, you know, having really started looking into this only about six months ago, yeah. <laughs> recovery and, and, and all of this, um, there, there are so many factors that go into it. One is, what's what's the issue the person is having? And there's this whole spectrum mm-hmm. now becoming more clear, trying to be better defined by, I think, any number of factions in, in the recovery community. Right. Of, you know, what is... Who, who's it? You know, who's an alcoholic? Is mm-hmm. that the right term to be using? Is mm-hmm. it a substance abuse disorder? Mm-hmm. Um, how extreme is it? Is the person actually dependent, or do they just right. binge drink? And there's this new CDC study that's right. been released that says, if 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 you look at it quickly, the headline is some some, and I forget what the headline is, and I, and I hate that the headline is what gets propagated right. about this, but it's something like ninety percent of all excessive drinkers aren't alcoholics. Wow, which that's like that's stated within like the first three paragraphs of this study. Right. You go down to the last three paragraphs, and and the only reason I know this is because I've read it so much in the past whatever couple of weeks right. since it's come out is this study has a number of limitations. One of which, the first of which, is that um, it relied on self-reporting right. and self-reported alcohol use is notor- you know notoriously yeah, underreported. Um, and then they go on to list the um, segments of the population <laughs> that weren't included, right. and there are segments that are are known to be um, heavier drinkers, higher, higher, propon- right. higher right. Uh, incidence of of uh, heavier drinkers and alcoholics. Right, right. Um, you know, incarcerated Indians, population, my people. Uh, well, no, I think the, I don't think it's 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 a ethnographically anybody was gotcha. eliminated. It was just like um, people in the military and on active duty gotcha. weren't included, gotcha. and you know inmates weren't included, and you know all these different groups that weren't included. So the numbers um, 
I think the self-reporting thing right there. The self-reporting thing is, is the biggest issue. If I were on, on that study, I would tell you I'd right. be missing a few drinks when I was reporting it. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. I'd be, I'd be exactly. lightening my load a little bit. Oh yeah. Bit. Well, it, I mean, I mean, yeah. And that's that's a known, yeah. um, you know, challenge. Yeah. Um, so anyway, my, the reason I bring that up, aside from the fact that it's been a hot button issue for me the past couple of weeks, yeah, um, is that when you talk about sobriety itself. Yeah, what, is, what does that you, mean you in, wonder, the, in that context? Are we talking about, mm-hmm. you know, the excessive person that does, what? what is it, like uh, dry, what do they call it? Like, dry drunks? Dry, well, no, 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 but when they do the, like, dry January or the dry, oh, you know. Oh, yeah, actually not drink for a while. Right, for like a month yeah. or whatever. There right. are these people that are excessive drinkers that... We'll take a month off. Yeah, can't imagine that they're alcoholics. Think they're they're yep. going to prove to themselves and others that yep. they're, they're fine and they take a month off. That's right. They're sober for a month, right? Sure, yes. Okay, has nothing to do with recovery. Right. <laughs> right. Yeah. Unless, there, you know, there are those that, that do that, that, um, you know, may have their moment of clarity during that period that find, mm-hmm. realize that they do actually have a problem and they probably mm-hmm. should take up their life off you know, right. from right. it, not a month. And not ever drink again. Um, so... It, it, it's this spectrum of of, of the, the substance abuse mm-hmm. as it pertains to alcoholism. Mm-hmm. And then there's the um, the spectrum of how you recover, I guess. And we were mm-hmm. talking about that. You know, historically, yeah. it's been... Yeah, I mean, I think the term recovery has been historically tied to AA. What's interesting is here's a question just on that last point is, do you think that people, to to me, the fact, if you're thinking about how much you're drinking, if how much you're drinking is a concern in any way, whether you think you're an excessive drinker or not, if, if your relationship with alcohol is taking up space in your head, whether you're a true alcoholic or not, I think I think that's to me is always a tipping point of whether you have a problem or not. Cause I don't think that people who don't truly have a problem with alcohol think about it at all. Right. You know, like it just is not that a concern. Even people who go out and drink a little too much, but they don't, it doesn't then become, Oh my gosh, I have to slow down. I have to control it here. I always think that that's a tell of a problem, mm-hmm. whether it's an alcohol or not. But, but I always think that that's, that to me is people who, who have this in their head, if alcohol becomes this thing that takes up space in your head and you're constantly having to think through whether you should drink or not drink or this or that, that to me is a tell of, mm-hmm. of alcoholism or something like that. Do you, do you think that's true? Is that within the spectrum of the CDC, is that kind of what, do you, do you believe that? Do you believe that? I don't know if that's addressed in the study, yeah. but you're, you're just suggesting if somebody worries that they... Yeah, just as we're talking about the spectrum of right. whatever, I think the the... To me, recovery and sobriety, if you think you have an alcohol problem, you probably do. And to me, I think there's no way to half-ass it. (laughs) Half-ass the sobriety recovery part. Yeah, that's my perspective. It's tough to just control drinking if you're a problem drinker. Yeah, and and I think that's the challenge. And that's what I'm learning a lot about now, though, is that, you know, there are many that suggest that they're are, you know, like the CDC study, that mm-hmm. they're just excessive binge drinkers. Yeah, yeah. But, um, but shouldn't, but don't necessarily need to quit drinking. Is that kind of what the study's I saying? I guess so, but I mean, I, yeah. 
That's right. Curious. I mean, that, that's what it's saying. They don't fit the definition for alcoholic. Gotcha. They don't fit fit uh, the definition for someone that has a, a lifelong dependency issue with yeah. alcohol. Okay. Um, and again, you know, the caveat of, of that it's self-reported yeah. is always going to be a challenge sure. for me. But, yeah. you know, I, I was in a dialogue with somebody on Twitter that said still statistically when you analyze it, it's it's the vast majority still ends up not being an alcoholic, which yeah, I, I buy be that. that as it may. Yeah. Um, but won't you, I, I kind of buy that, that, that peep, there's the majority of people who have a problem with alcohol are just excessive drinkers, not right. alcoholics. I right. can see that. And, and I can see that too. I think yeah. my only challenge with that study is that the way it keeps getting reported is that the, all the alcoholics, yeah. all that, all the, the 10% yeah. that aren't, <laughs> that are alcoholics right. are going to look at it and say, well, I'm one of the 90%. Right. Right. Agree. And which is um, just Every not single to... active alcoholic right. is going to read it that way. Yeah, totally. Um, like, I'm not in this 10%, I'm in the 90%. Right. And the 90% is the number that's the problem. Right. It's probably closer to 60%. Yeah, true. 50%, right. whatever, right? Um, that's interesting. So, yeah, I, I think, um, you know, and there's this notion that, that the numbers... D- depending on what you read and who you read, suggests that the um, th- the majority of people who become sober, mm-hmm. we haven't even begun to talk about recovery yet, right. um, do so by maturing out of it, you know, one way or another, without using, you know, the 12 steps mm-hmm. or without doing anything other than you know, it's called, they, you know, the term is mature out of it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you they say... Ju- they just grow up and don't... Yeah. Drinking was uh, a thing. They well, just kind of get over it. And it they yeah. get a life and they get it. They get a job. They get responsibilities right. and like, this isn't fitting anymore. Right. Yeah. Um, I, I can see that. And so, you know, I, when, you, when you say if somebody says I have a problem drinking, they, if I don't know if that pre, if mm-hmm. that suggests that... You know, I'm sure there are plenty of people that do mature out of excessive drinking yeah, that yeah. at one point may have thought they it was a it's problem funny. or I've may have known a couple of people that I've brought to meetings that I didn't th- that I thought have a drinking they they shouldn't drink hmm. they get in trouble their marriages are not working but I don't think they're alcoholics yeah. I don't think they were they drank like I drank right um, but I don't think drinking was doing them any favor and I think they drank heavily and. N- both of these people don't drink, but don't go to AA. They never, they just aren't in AA. It wasn't quite for them. Right. But they don't drink. Oh, so they... They quit drinking. They quit drinking. And and their lives have vastly improved. Oh, okay. And it was totally the right decision. And they did, and alcohol was causing a lot of problems in their yeah. life. But I didn't, I didn't think they were alcoholics either. And took them to meetings just to see. Uh, and, and they didn't, just didn't, you know, you right. hear the stories and like, this, this isn't me, right. this spectrum of stories I'm hearing in, re, in mm-hmm. AA meetings, but I'm not going to, but at some point I know I can't drink anymore, you know? So it was just interesting that I, I'm with you. I or think that they were successive be, drinkers. Or that it'd be helpful to stop it'd drinking be, be, as opposed helpful. to I can't. Yeah. It's just, I just shouldn't. I just shouldn't. It's just right. not working anymore. Yeah. It's not getting me anywhere, but I'm not. I'm not the kind of drinker like I was. I drank to get drunk yeah. every time. You know, right. there was no social. Yeah. But, you know, you <laughs> you and me. I were the same. Yeah. In that respect, so it's interesting. But it yeah, just to, you know, it's the term recovery right. itself. It, I wonder is that a term that started with AA? You know, I wonder if that was a term that uh, that I was synonymous know. with alcoholics anonymous right. to begin with. I'm in recovery, right. and it's certainly I think for the most part thought of as a twelve step term. Yeah. But but it. 
it's not anymore. There's lots of shades of that anymore. Right? Exactly, and that well, and that's the other thing. When it, it's just it's tricky to talk about, and um, I imagine you know we could talk about it on more episodes. But yeah, mm-hmm. so you have the spectrum of drinkers, and yep. then you have the spectrum of recovery, sort yep. of, or this or these these varying definitions. And again, I, I was talking to you about before we got on mic that uh, there's some art article or post I just read, and I'll have to find it um, about sort of not. I don't think it was saying take back the term recovery, but yeah. it, it was suggesting that uh, the the term recovery is too often narrowly applied by p- people that seem to think they own it in a sense. Yeah. M- meaning maybe twelve step people yeah, yeah. or twelve uh, step organizations. Yeah. Or, I'm not sure exactly who, and I apologize, people mm-hmm. that I, I don't have all my facts together. But um, the idea is that um, are you in recovery? If you, well, and this comes into the spectrum of recovery, right? Harm reduction. If you had an excess, a problem drinking excessively, mm-hmm. and you managed to scale back mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. to where you're drinking respectably, I guess. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I don't know if, if that's the opposite of excessive. Is right. respect respectable? Yeah, but, you, yeah. Um, but to the point where it's not a detriment to your life or anyone yep. else's. Yeah. Um, you know, that's that notion of harm reduction. Yep, yep. Are you in recovery? And, ooh. Uh, you're not, you're not... Wow. You know, and, you know how, you, do you, how do you define sobriety? Is, is, is sobriety the opposite of intoxicated or is it, or is it abstinent? Right. You know? Um, yeah. I don't think you can be drinking and be in sobriety. You can't be sober, right. Yeah, yeah. In any, on anything. Right. I don't think you can be drinking at all. Okay. Right? I, I don't know. That's what I would so say. It's all, I think all it would very get, tricky these days. I think that term would get a little confusing. Um, and I don't know if you can be in recovery. I guess in the strictest sense of the definition, you can still be drinking and kind of be if recovery from this. If you're working on all... It, yeah. Say wow. from, from a 12-step model, if you're yeah. working all the steps, <laughs> but yeah. you, had, you had ceased drinking uh, destructively, yeah. say, yeah. and you were drinking in a way that Maybe even not to intoxication. Maybe right. you know, whatever one drink yeah. every two days or something. Sure. Say, sure. Let's say just for the sake of argument. Yep. But you're and you're working all the steps and Ooh. you're doing amends and you're Ooh. doing whatever else. Yep. Do you do? That's tough. <laughs> I can't remember. Yeah. I know we went through them. Yeah. The amends. This whole thing, but uh, <laughs> but uh, steps. Wow. I don't know if I've ever heard heard of that being. I think there's. That almost feels like you're not... I don't know if you're ready to be sober in a 12-step program. I don't think a 12-step program would be for you if you still want to continue to drink, right? If you still want to continue to drink, if you're trying to drink successfully, I don't think AA is the right recovery program for you. Um, Really? I don't think, yeah. And I think the 12 steps are really powerful. But I think the only requirement for membership is a desire to stop drinking. To stop drinking. If you if you're in AA, okay. you have a desire to stop drinking, okay. and that's it. You don't have to be successful at it, uh, and your chair is always warm. You can drink right. every night and still come back the next day. No one can. No one's going to kick you out. But ultimately, the goal is abstinence. Yeah, and, sobriety, and, and that is that's the only requirement for membership. Is that right. you want to stop drinking? If you don't want to stop drinking, right. then there's probably a, that's so, probably not right for right. you at this moment. And and I think there. are are now you know harm reduction I, I think is my perception has been it's been a a, a more um it's 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 been um a, a bigger factor in 
mitigating other addictions. You know, like, yeah. you know, like, uh, yeah. and, and people, please correct me if I'm wrong, but, you know, my sense is like methadone is, you know, harm reduction with regards to opiates, right? Yep, yep. Um, and, you know, I, I was just reading today that, at least in the UK, I don't know if it's here, was it nalmofene or nalmofene um, is essentially, I think I read it described as methadone for alcoholics. Oh, you're kidding. And it's What's basically, it I think it's nalmofene. I have to look okay. it up. So it's, an, it's a drug you take or something you take that, that reduces makes it easier, cravings. Reduces cravings. Gotcha. And the, for alcohol. Yep. And I think the idea, though, is it's it's supposed to be used in a program that it, who, the the goal is cessation. Yeah, the goal is you're not supposed to be right. ultimately long term. Right. So yeah. it's, well, I guess probably more, more accurate is it's like Chantix for oh, yeah. alcohol. Yeah, right? yeah, perfect. Um, yes, yes. Because methadone, you can be on for a long period of time. Right. Um, uh, so, although I don't know that for a fact. Yeah, I'm not sure either. And I if, you know, would love to be um, educated a bit better. And, you know, I, I try to... Mm-hmm keep up but uh i only got so much gray matter um so you know it, it's i've i've uh i think in the past couple weeks <laughs> it's been very very like confusing you know just for mm-hmm. me it just I'm, I'm learning more and it seems like it's it's coming out a lot more right now just all this this talk about the spectrum of this um condition you know mm-hmm. I, mm-hmm. I haven't even gotten into like the dsm criteria for substance abuse disorders. And I think it just okay. got updated or changed the diagnostic okay. manual for what is it, neurological okay. conditions. Um, one of these days, people, I promise I'll have notes so I'm not rambling like uh, I only half know what I'm talking about. But you're going to post all this. I'll post. I, like, I always post all the notes yeah. um, of what I'm talking about. Um. So, and then we're still just talking about yeah. Let me alcoholism and addiction. So and recovery itself, though, do you think, because I think the difference between just being sober and being in recovery of any kind is you need, you got to be doing something, right? And so what that is, like, what's the difference between sobriety and recovery? It's literally, what is the difference? What minimum level of effort do you need to be putting into your sobriety to where you're now in recovery? Like, you're actually... Moving, transforming yourself from one place to another. The whole point of hmm. AA or any of these programs is to take this thing that walked in, this, this alcoholic hmm. person who cannot stop drinking, who has, I mean, for me, I was a liar, cheater, and a thief. I had no hmm. moral compass. My life was heading in a direction that I would say is downward spiral. Right. And to completely change that into a totally different direction to where we can look at our Thanksgiving and say, oh my gosh, look how grateful we are for this life we've been given. So that, that process was recovery. Right. 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 And so what, what else would it be? Like what, you got to be doing something, I think, actively, whatever that is in recovery. I mean, you didn't go to AA, but you did a lot of things to change the person you yeah, were that walked in, correct? Yeah, and what, what we've and we've said this before, but basically, it's it's uh, you know it's improvement of the self, right? Yes, and yes. It's, it's um, you know, for me, not in a <laughs> I got into not got it got into it. I don't mean an argumentative sense, but you know, just a discussion about um, spirituality, which in my I guess I tend not to use use that word, but it was pointed out to me that some of the things I say about myself are spiritual, which is, 
Yeah, I'm totally open to that. I don't have yeah. any problem with being called spiritual. I just right. don't think in those terms. Um, but so yeah, it's, it's I guess in that sense, it's it's spiritual work for me. It's absolutely psychological work. It's mm-hmm. knowing myself. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. I mean, if that is spiritual, then so so be it. That's cool too. So the being recovery, it's some kind of journey to know yourself. Know yourself, I think. Yeah. Um, and to better yeah. yourself. I mean, you know, even physically, mm-hmm. I think is an element, obviously, because we do a lot of damage when we're mm-hmm. active to mm-hmm. our minds, bodies, and. I guess many say souls, right? Okay. Well, I like that. I like this is like, um, these are the rules. These are our rules for recovery. But I mean, is this, uh, but is, I feel like this isn't any news to anybody, right? I mean, this no. is. <laughs> well, if there's, if there's a difference between sobriety and recovery, there right. has to be a difference. Okay. What's the difference? Well, I think sobriety is just not, not, That's it. not ingesting re- the substance recovery, or doing, doing the thing. Right. Yeah. Sobriety, stopping doing what you're doing. Recovery's going, getting on the road to where you're going. Right. Something. Right. Right? Right. I mean, that's the topic. Right. And I think sobriety in some sense is passive because you're just saying, you're just stopping something, yeah. right? You're just, yeah. just stopping. You're just yeah. not doing something. We're, yeah. It's, and uh, and you got to have one, you got to have sobriety first right. before you can go into recovery. Do you? That's true. Can you, I think you can start recovering. Can you recovering. still use, oh, yeah. Can you start recovering before you've had your right. last substance? Right. And I think we're talking about people who should not be using substances at all. Right. I don't think we're talking about people who can have a glass of wine every now and then. Mm-hmm. I just don't think that's what what we're talking about. Yeah, you alcoholics know what's and addicts. Well, yeah. and addicts, because what's interesting is, and I don't know if any, you know, there's a, a a brief bit of her actual story, and I and say it reads like fiction, but um, by uh, someone who's uh, nom de plume is is ginger mm-hmm. um on clean and sober and i would suggest based on what i've read of hers and the um you know online interactions i've had you know mm-hmm. just that she's um very self-aware yep isn't in denial mm-hmm. but actively using no um I think she's very much knows that she needs to and wants to right um, quit, but it's just having like she can't quite do it. Just and you know, we, so that's interesting. So she's started this process so of think, change. I think in actually a, putting yeah, the last in in a sense, I would suggest that's okay. Trying yeah to recover yeah, but um, without putting well, it's funny. I spent two years in AA and still drank. And I was on the path to recovery, and I was still drinking. And in those two years, though, were yep. you in denial? No, I wasn't in denial. I just couldn't. I couldn't freaking stop. Hmm. I thought I was insane. Okay, well, so I think that's <laughs> that's what I'm talking about here. Yeah, not in denial, but just cannot. Yeah, I just couldn't stop. Get the traction that you need to pull yourself yep. out of it. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Um, but you knew <clears throat> deep down that you had a problem, so you were clinging to going to these meetings. Right. And you're like, I am one of you. Right. I just cannot right. stop. So I think I'm crazy because I really want to stop. Right. Yeah, it's, it's a bad place yeah. to be. Well, but ultimately, think. the ultimate place that you grew, I probably grew the most in those right. last two years of drinking, those first years of sobriety. Interesting. Interesting. Okay. So recovery, you can be in recovery without actually stopping. I think so. Okay. I think you can certainly get started. I think you're right. I think um, you're right. I think I agree with you on this. And, which is interesting. So you don't... Yep. So the sobriety isn't... Yeah, it's not a prerequisite to beginning recovery, right. but it's certainly... <laughs> but certainly you got to eventually get there, right? And do you think... So then... Well, I don't know. Because then we talked about harm reduction, so... 
Yeah. But I like, and so what about this? Uh, the term recovered, recovered, right. Right. which is a sticky one yeah. for a lot of people. Um, and I heard this at a meeting the other day where a guy had said the term recovered and everyone went around and did the prerequisite. We don't use that term in AA mm-hmm. because it sort of gives, and the reason that they say it mm-hmm. is they don't want people to think that all of a sudden they're done. They've reached their destination and they don't have to come to meetings anymore. Mm-hmm. But I think what this guy was saying as he clarified when he spoke the next week was that uh, he had recovered from a uh, daily um, obsession to drink. Right. Uh, his obsession to drink had been lifted and he was recovered from it, which was a term that was used in the big book several times right. um, that you do recovered from that obsession to drink. And then ultimately what your recovery is then built on is leading a better life or becoming a better human or expanding your giving back or whatever mm-hmm. that is. So I wonder what you think at some point in your recovery, in your journey, you wanted to give back. You wanted to do this, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so I think there's an element of that in there, right? In recovery. Well, I certainly think it helps. Yeah. Um, I think once you start um, projecting it, you know, giving it mm-hmm. away. Yeah. That you know, it, it took me a long time to realize, it. and I think we have uh, you know this friend we mm. always talk about, our yeah. friend, <laughs> who, friend. Our had, infamous friend who had a, a, a tough relapse, right? Um, and was uh, doing well, you know, and, and who's doing well now? Seven months, and and you know, hit a, a, another tough bottom, mm-hmm. and um, is now back and doing doing well in recovery. Yep. And you know, he mentioned to me an email that um, sort of the. Giving back the paying it forward. These are my terms. He, that's yeah. not how he, he phrased it. I can't remember how. Um, are, are sort of a critical element that he hadn't yeah. applied yeah. Pre- in previous um, yeah. attempts. Yeah. And uh, you know, I, I know that you know since I started doing this, it's just I, I, you know, even just when one person says it's helpful, it's that's that's all the reason I need to to keep doing mm-hmm. you know it and keep sort of trying to figure out how to do more and differently and, and mm-hmm. all that um so yeah i think it's really valuable in terms of recovery uh but you know just to get back those the terms you know recovery yeah, and yeah, recovery yeah. Yep. recovering yep. recovered all yep. the, the tenses yep. we we kind of did an episode i think i don't know probably 10 back on that mm-hmm. um because it is tricky and i know I, I think what i've heard is is what you said this this person who spoke came back and said is that it's you you're recovered from a bout, much yeah. like if, and I, I know you're not supposed to use you know, a cancer analogy or yeah. metaphor or whatever, but yeah. you recover from, you go into remission in yeah. a sense, yeah. and you've recovered from that bout yeah. of whatever you have. Yeah. But you, or, or let's use the flu. You can recover from an a, a episode of the flu, yeah. but then you can get it again, right? Yeah. So it's it's not gone, it's just... yeah. Your, your daily struggle is not with drinking anymore at a certain right. point... In rec- right. in the program, right. in AA, in anything, you're at some point you crossed over into that. And I remember the the eight months into my first year, how amazing it becomes that you're daily you wake up and don't think about drinking mm-hmm. for 24 hours, mm-hmm. and then you notice that, or you don't think about drinking for a couple mm-hmm. of days, and then you notice that, and how how odd that feels, mm-hmm. yeah. right? Like how, wow, I haven't thought about drinking in two yeah. days. And you really feel like you're into it at that yeah. point. Like it's this thing that just becomes less and less important and then all of a sudden it's just gone, right? Mm-hmm. Interesting. 
you know, in terms of that word though, or that, sorry, I have, now I got yeah. stuck on recovered and recovery. Yeah. I, I think what it is is what it's applied to. And I, I just realized that I, I, I don't think I apply it to my sobriety, which if you say you're recovered mm-hmm. alcoholic, yeah. that means you, it's applied to sobriety. That means you, you've, you've conquered, conquered your what did, what did you say your daily, daily obsession daily obsession sure i think i apply it to myself to my being and recovery as a person and i feel like until you're you think you're done yeah with yourself as a yeah. person yeah myself as a person i would still be in recovery yep. right and I, I don't think i'm done right and i would um, use I always use personally the term recovery as if yeah. it were an ongoing right. thing sure because it's about i'm still working on me Thousand and i'm probably and i think to a large degree, you know, it's evidenced by now that like, you know, 17 years later, I finally figured out that part of right. what I should be doing is, is giving it back, right. that I was in recovery, you know, I hadn't finished. Yep. Um, so anyway, that's, I think that, but you know, it's, it's semantics and nobody owns the words, so it gets tricky. And, uh, you know, part of me wishes we could do without, but I guess you have to describe it somehow, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so. So, okay, well, that's, that's good. We broke that down. <laughs> so I hope I hope we don't have to have this talk again. <laughs> well, and you know this the twelfth step is oh, a little bit of that, right? But mostly you gotta give it away to keep it. That's what the twelfth step's all about. Mm. Is uh this notion that's that at the end of this step journey, this kind of cleaning up your life, giving up, cleaning up, living up journey mm-hmm. that you take. Which I think it's funny, it's you've you've done this journey without the steps. Mm. Truly, I think so. And I think at some point, if you're going to stick, if you're going to have real sobriety, a real long-term sobriety, you got to, you have to go through something like that. You have to quit fighting it, mm. right? Quit fighting this thing and mm-hmm. and trying to trick it, trying to control it, trying to all the things we do to somehow control your drinking. Mm-hmm. You got to somehow get go back in your past or get to know yourself or look at those things that are going to keep you up at night, the things you were never going to tell someone. I mean, those things, you've got to bring them to light. Those those things inside you need to come to light at some point. Mm-hmm. And you, I know you did that. And then you got to help others pass it on right. something, right? Right. Just to continue that long-term sobriety. And whether that's the 12 steps that mm-hmm. helps you do that or some other, I think it's almost a natural process, right? right? And I wonder if there's right. something beyond that, you know, all the... There's just if that's sort of the natural way we as humans evolve in some way, just those kinds of things mm-hmm. to transform, to change. I don't know. Yeah, and I mean, there's clearly a lot of sense in the steps. You know, I think I don't know. It's like people get hung up so much on this, um, you know, amorphous organization. Yeah, and their specific experience with it, which mm-hmm. I understand that. But if you took away the things that are of value. Like I was just thinking about, you know, digging digging out the 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 things that are eating at you, you know. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I don't know again, what are they called in A? Like you, well, it's, yeah, it's, it's the doing fourth, the inventory, yeah, right? An inventory. And then you and then you bring up these yeah, just the things that that are torturing you. Yeah. Um because a lot of times well, often that's what's yeah, driving. That's part, you yeah. know, the major driving force behind this, you know, active Why you addiction. Continue. Yeah. Um Yep. 
you know, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah. So, it, you know, if you don't like it because it has a 12-step label on it, yeah. you know, take the label off right. and, and, you know, go right. off the shelf or whatever. But, right. you know, some of these things do make a lot of sense. Yeah. Um, and, you know, when we talk about sobriety and recovery, you know, the, the other challenge, and I think I may have brought this up last episode or a couple episodes ago, but, you know, I've wandered into some, you know, rougher sides of the recovery right. community online. And, yeah. you know, it, what, what's been interesting to me is once by, I think, a, a lay person, let's say, you know, suggested that, you know, 17 years, you know, you're, you're, you're recovered. You mm-hmm. don't worry, don't worry, have a drink. Right. And then, <laughs> you know, just recently, I think last month, um, by someone, you know, credentialed and you know i think someone reasonably respected by some faction in the field Mm -hmm. um in the comment section on an article of his essentially said told me the same thing right it's like don't you basically said i i can you can do it you can comfortably have a glass of champagne with dinner every night literally was the 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 example and i'm just like i I can't i just i i can't fathom why um why that faction cares that much that I am comfortable in my sobriety. I think they, in their mind, it has to be brainwashing. It has to be based right. on yeah. bad science, which, you know what? That's funny. F- first of all, you know, okay, people get brainwashed by ideas. People get, mm-hmm. get, get, you know, whatever, led into any number of things by bad science. Yep. And, you know, my, I'd, I'd probably challenge almost anyone to to find, to be free of having been convinced of something by bad science. Sure. You know what I mean? Sure. And, um, but of all the things to, to suggest um, that uh, you ignore, right. if nothing else, ignore your own sense of what's right for you. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's just such an odd one. I know. Um, that is and, an odd one to so, suggest. And so, you know, I think in that equation, um, well, clearly sobriety isn't of the utmost importance. And so I can't imagine recovery is if if the, the abstinence, the sobriety, mm-hmm. is um, so inconsequential. Yeah, yeah. To, you know, so I yeah. You know, it's it's such a broad spectrum now. The I don't even know what it is. I guess it's recovery community, and I think that there's an element, there's a definition of recovery that 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 faction, that group has that that's very different than yeah. I think even what I in my sort of yeah. ever renegade loner style of recovery yeah. would have. You yeah, know? but you you're you're renegade loner, so you're not drinking, right? Yeah, right. I mean, that's just not ever yeah. on the table. Yeah, you, you no, realize that. Right. You're never trying to talk yeah. yourself into just how you can have a glass of champagne. Yeah, when I want to say, I, I don't live in fear of it. I just sure. know it would be stupid for right. me to do right. it. Like it's not you know, it would just be a bad idea. Right. And and you know, no, any, somebody could say, well, you know, my science says it probably isn't. You can have a glass of champagne every night. I don't know why I'd want to do that at this point. You know, if I'm, if I'm, I would not have a glass of champagne. I know I wouldn't. And if I, if I'm, if I'm comfortable and secure as I am, I just, I don't understand that, that. Like a shot, a couple shots of whiskey, brother. I mean, come on, help a man out. But you know, so I don't know. It's a, it's a bigger issue that will probably, you know, it's probably what'll, I guess what, what keeps this, this going. Yeah. Um, and, 
Bummer. My takeaway was <laughs> if you think you have a drinking problem, you probably do. And I would seek help. If you think you have a drinking problem, you probably have some kind of problem. Right. I'd look into it. Yeah. Yeah. That's my takeaway. And fix it. All right. All right. Do Until you, next time. Here, I have one question for you. Do oh. you is, is the recovery community online yeah. as like, you know, I always feel like online communities can, in the comment section of most online things, like if I read a sports column mm. and then I read the comment section, mm. somehow within three comments, it's degenerated into the worst conversation ever, no matter right. what the right. upper part was, or what the topic was. It depends so, on the site. Yeah. Um, but they just get crazy, right? Fast. Lots of comment sections get... Crazy fast. Crazy fast. Yeah. Is that the recovery community? Do you find like it's... It's every com- it's every, every comment section on anything any, online. Gotcha. It's just, I think what... So the recovery community is not any different. No. Okay. No. Well, you know, and we've talked about this before. Yeah. It's like if you if you just get... That, and that's the recovery part. I, yeah. I would suggest that people that get ugly yeah. in the comment section... Are not, re- are not re- in recovery. They're not. They're, they're not doing the work yeah. because, yeah, uh, because being your best self, yeah. I can't imagine there's a best self where you get to be ugly and insulting yeah. to people. I'm with you, right? Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah. So I, we need to have a. We need to start a new 12-step group, and it's recovering from writing shitty comments online. <laughs> yeah. Well, and that's, I think, what surprised me. Like, the first time I wandered into a, a you know, a tough comment section yeah. Yeah. was that I'm like, because I'm like, hey, it's my people. I'm going to wander in here and be all groovy. Yeah. And, you know, I'm like, uh, that didn't you know, work out struggling well. to stay on my feet, you know. and um, it was like a beat just down. Get, of- yeah. Well, you know. <laughs> <it's>, <laughs> and uh, Jeez. It, it's not all... Uh, <laughs> You know, sunshine and puppy no. dogs. Okay. Um, even though we're all in this together, you know, there's, yeah. I think there's as many types of people in recovery as there are types of people yes. not. But I would suggest. Yeah, I'm with you. You got a lot of work to do. Yeah. If you're unless, still that angry, throwing shit around, you got a lot of work. Unless to do. there's a flavor of recovery that suggests Anger's I get to cool. be a dick, <laughs> you know, which there probably is. Yeah. Um, I just, that's this not what I'm interested program. in. You know, you I can, can still be an asshole you know. and be in recovery. Right. If I'm going to, yeah. I know. They, they told me that the first, first day you, you're, you're going to bring in, you're, you're an asshole when you get right. here. Yeah. You can, you, you can be a dry asshole, right? right? And just not drink. <laughs> a dry ass. <laughs> Wait, that doesn't make sense. No, that sounds nice. But you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Like you got to fix the asshole part, I guess, ultimately. Yeah. All right, brother. All right. We'll work on that. Peace out. Peace.